Our top story tonight, Cam Akers is a Minnesota Viking. Who would have thought Cam Akers to the Vikings? He was not in the list of teams we heard rumored to be inquiring about Cam Akers. We know that the Cleveland Browns were interested. They go with Kareem Hunt instead. We know the Baltimore Ravens were interested. They go with Kenyon Drake instead. And now Cam Akers reunites with Kevin O'Connell, Wes Phillips, and he is headed to Minnesota. So we've got all that and much, much more on Player Profiler today. Cam Akers, the Minnesota Viking. This is going to be a late round pick swap. Don't know the exact details yet. We'll figure it out. But Cam Akers is the new RB1 for the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, Alexander Madison hit the road. He is dust. Cam Akers is much better. And if you look at the contract that Alexander Madison got in the offseason, he got backup money. He got some Ajay Pirine money, but actually less. Now they get Cam Akers, who is in the final year of his deal, not making starter money. This is not a starter swap of picks. This is not a starter-worthy trade, but Cam Akers is the starter. Alexander Madison will be relegated to the backup running back role that he is paid for. Cam Akers will be the RB1. Because Cam Akers is simply better than Alexander Madison. And yes, I know Cam Akers lost a step with the Achilles injury. I know that. We all know that. But he's still better than Alexander Madison. He is still more explosive than Alexander Madison. He is still more electric, overall better than Alexander Madison. Hola to Senor Football. Happy to have you on the show as always. By the way, if you have any fantasy football questions, starts at questions, hit me up. I am happy to answer whatever you've got. But... Back to Cam Akers. Cam Akers last year ended his season when he was finally back in the good graces of Sean McVay. Week 13 through 18, six-game sample size, Cam Akers was the RB4. He was averaging over 17 points per contest, third in carries, and was first in rushing yards. Cam Akers was the real deal to end last season. Now, he struggled in week one with the Los Angeles Rams. They did not run well against the Seattle Seahawks, but neither did Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams produced in fantasy because he got the touchdowns, but he had a low yards per carry too. He was not particularly efficient either. Then Cam Akers, healthy scratch because the Rams want to trade him, not part of their future plans. And now he goes to a coach that wants him, knows what he can do, and is ready to utilize him. So last year, Cam Akers ended his season, or at the final six games of the season, 512 rushing yards, that was over 600 rushing yards or 600 yards from scrimmage, 611 yards from scrimmage per game. That is 102 yards per game. Sorry, I am mixing this all up. I am excited about Cam Akers. A little flustered because right before I was getting ready, okay, you know, I've got the show sheet dialed in for tonight. Oh, wow. Half an hour before the show, massive trade. Got to get all that information. So I'm still processing it. Just haven't committed these stats to memory just yet, but 102 rushing yards. 102 yards from scrimmage per game by Cam Akers to end the season. Great, great clip. RB4 in PPR to end the season, final six games. Averaged a touchdown per contest. Cam Akers still has it. Whereas Alexander Madison, he has been awful this year. He has been dreadful. 2.32 yards after contact per carry. That is 38th among running backs. He 
only has 19 carries. That's 30th, 61 yards. That is 36th. But the Minnesota Vikings have been in shootouts. They've been playing catch-up, so you understand why he's not getting the carries. But when they're playing catch-up and he does run, you would expect lighter boxes and you ex expect Alexander Madison to be more efficient, but he is not. Zero runs. Zero runs of 10-plus yards for Alexander Madison. His long this season is eight yards. Eight yards from Alexander Madison on his most explosive play of the year. And he has nine targets. That's eighth among running backs, but only caught six of them. 66% catch rate with one drop. 21 receiving yards. So eighth in targets for Alexander Madison. 33rd in receiving yards. Alexander Madison, three and a half yards per reception is tied with C.J. Ham, the fullback of the Minnesota Vikings. Alexander Madison has been absolutely dreadful. Cam Akers is objectively an upgrade. Cam Akers will be the RB1, though I'm not expecting Cam Akers to be a full bell cap. I think it'll be a committee as Cam Akers ramps up. Maybe by the end of the season, Cam Akers is a true bell cow for the Minnesota Vikings. But for now, this is his job. He's RB1, probably looking at a 40 to 50% touch rate or percentage of the touches. 60% is where I classify you as a bell cow. Maybe he pushes up to that, but now Alexander Madison relegated to probably 30% of the touches. Ty Chandler will still mix in a little bit, but Cam Akers, this is good news for him. Kyron Williams remains a bell cow, a surprising, shocking bell cow for the Los Angeles Rams. Cam Akers gets a fresh start. Only loser here is Alexander Madison, but you knew he wasn't good anyways. Anyways, before we move on with the rest of the news, before we preview Thursday night football, we talk about Kareem Hunt and answer some of your questions. We've got some news from the pod father. All right, I want to take a moment today to talk to you about data analysis, the data analysis tool. We listen to the users. What do you want? What do you need? And we made it happen. We added popular reports like a fantasy scoring report, air yards report. And if you want to create a new report, but you don't necessarily want to look through every field, we have quick results. Hey, show me the most popular passing data. Show me the most popular rushing data, fantasy data. Done. And the thing just is much faster than it's ever been. And the report builder got a lot easier. I mean, check this out. We break it down into offense, defense. Show me just fantasy data elements. And then when you get results, hey, show me by draft year. Let's take a look at just certain players that played a certain number of snaps or a certain number of games last year. This is the tool that so many of you have been asking for, plus a bunch of dream features that Billy wanted and Cody wanted and I wanted and Dario wanted. So go to the Fantasy Tools section, click on Data Analysis, or go to playerprofiler.com slash data-analysis. Now back to the show, back to Cam Akers, back to Alexander Madison, and back to your questions. Great get by the Minnesota Vikings. Hey, Jack, Drake London or Tutu Atwell? Ooh, I still got to go with Drake London, I think. I'm not ready to put Tutu Atwell ahead of Drake London quite yet. Not yet. Drake London, that boom that we saw last week, I think I'm going to keep Drake London ahead of Tutu Atwell for now, but it's close. It's getting closer by the week. Do I trade, need to trade away some of my Eagles players on my 0-2 teams? Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, or Goddard? Eh, I'm, I mean, you're fine rolling with them. You're probably going to get the most value for Devontae Smith right now. A.J. Brown is going to rebound at some point. So, yeah, you're going to be fine. Connor Porter. Hey, Jack. Hope all is well with you. Thank you. 
Very appreciate that. All is well here. Connor Porter, appreciate you tuning in. Do you think Akers will be the pass-catching RB for the running back? I think he will be the RB1. The satellite back will... Ty Chandler will take some reps from him. Sorry, I've got some sunscreen in my eyes. <laughs> but anyways, Cam Akers, pass-catching running back for the Minnesota Vikings. Highest in the league in neutral pass rate makes me excited for his possible role, too. He's just going to be the starter. He's going to play on some third downs. We're going to see Ty Chandler as well. Yeah, that's about it. I'm excited about Cam Akers. Very, very excited about Cam Akers. Hopefully, they truly unleash him. For whatever reason, wasn't good on the Rams. Rams run game struggled in week one, and Cam Akers had some success to end the year. Wasn't too good for the Rams, though. I have Gibbs, Hall, Rashad White, Gainwell, Roshan, and A-Chain for running backs. Great. That's fantastic. A wide receiver, Ayuk, Dotson. Whoo! You're set. You're absolutely set. Roshan. Roshan Johnson will be the RB1 for the Chicago Bears in short order. We'll get to some concerning news about the Chicago Bears later in the show. Greetings to Robert Page. Happy to have you on the show. As always, Shahid or Tank, Tank Dell in PPR. I think I lean Rashid Shahid because of the explosive upside. But Tank Dell has the opportunity for more targets. I think I'm still going Shahid over Tank Dell at this point, though. Look at the matchups. Yep, always check the matchups, but for now I'm going there. Also going Shahid over Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren's role is not quite consistent just yet. So give me Rashid Shahid over Jalen Warren, especially in the PPR. Guy, this guy wants Mahomes for Kyron and Trevor Lawrence and DK. Should I do it? Yeah, I think I would. Ah, I don't know. DK is hard to part with. DK is hard to part with. It's worth it. It it it's a good value, but I don't think so. I don't think I do that. So I still like Trevor Lawrence quite a bit. Rashad White for Acres. I prefer Rashad White at this point. So I would not give up Rashad White for Acres. I would just prefer Rashad White. Was Kevin O'Connell the OC for when Acres was in LA? Yes. Cam Acres and Kevin O'Connell worked together. They worked together quite a while. So did Wes Phillips, the offensive coordinator with the Los Angeles Rams. Hey, big fella, hope you're well. Thank you, Corey Johnson. Happy to have you on the show as always. Think Josh Jacobs will be all right when and was just the matchup. Oh, yeah. Josh Jacobs is still seeing elite usage. Absolutely elite usage at the running back position. The yards, the efficiency will come. Same with Joe Mixon. Not worried about those guys. Pick one RB and one flex in PPR. Swift, Gibbs, White. Okay, so. Oh, you, Sun God. Well, Sun God is injured right now. What what kind of lineup do you have if you're considering flexing Amon Ra? Oh, if Amon Ra St. Brown plays, I still probably go him, but I think he's probably going to be out at this point. Oh, and I have to check the matchups. I will get back to you. Akers and Hunt, just stash picks for now. Akers is more of a stash. You're probably not playing him this week, but he's more of a stash. He is over a handcuff. Akers is just a guy that's going to probably be a flex play for you once he gets up to speed. It could be an end up being an RB2. Hunt, absolutely just a stash pick. Start to Puka, Ridley, or Alave. Ooh, I think you have to start Puka at this point. I'm more Alave's role has been more consistent. We saw Calvin Ridley dominated week one, was second fiddle to Christian Kirk in week two. 
So I don't know where he's going to fall this week. I think I'm more confident with Puka Nakua and Chris Olave at this point. Jeez Louise. Thank you, Blue Crew. Happy to have you on the show. As always, appreciate the kind words. Sam Laporta or Kittle in Dynasty? Whoo! Depends on what your team is. If you're a rebuilding team, then I would rather have Sam Laporta. If you are a win-now team, I would rather have George Kittle. I would probably, I will, I'd rather have George Kittle for this year. I will probably rather have George Kittle for next year. But if you're a full rebuild team, then Sam Laporta is the optimal option. One more, Rashid Shahid or Reynolds PPR and your final thoughts on Shahid. I love Rashid Shahid. I absolutely love, love Rashid Shahid. I have him, have him in a lot of leagues, whether I drafted him, picked him up off of waivers, and the explosive ability, the upside that he has. He's going to see five to 10 targets a week. He hasn't hit the 10 target threshold yet. He hasn't hit the upside yet. And the fact that he's produced as well as he has without the maximum of the target upside that he could see depending on matchups. Love Rashid Shahid. So I'm going to go with him over Josh Reynolds. Though without Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Reynolds probably sees more targets, but he also sees greater emphasis in coverage. And I just trust Shahid more at this point. Nico Evans or Pickens in 0.5 PPR. Ooh, I think you got to go with Mike Evans, the way he's played so far. Then Nico Collins, then George Pickens, number three. Who's the handcuff for Kyron? Ronnie Rivers? Yep. It's Ronnie Rivers at this point. They're probably going to add someone, I would imagine. But it's Ronnie Rivers and then Zach Evans as the RB4, I think. Do they have someone else on their roster? I'll have to check. But it's Ronnie Rivers. He's the RB2. Isaiah Hodgins and Rashad Bateman sneaky ads in 0.5 PPR. Yes, absolutely. Odell Beckham dealing with an ankle injury. Rashad Bateman continues to ramp up off the foot injury. And Isaiah Hodgins... Harris Campbell doesn't need to be on the field. At one point, it looked like the Giants were going to bench Hodgins for Jalen Hyatt. It has become clear that Isaiah Hodgins is much better than Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell, a liability for the Giants. So, yeah, both sneaky ads. Anyways, moving on to Kareem Hunt signing with the Cleveland Browns. We talked about this last night, though, that this was probably going to happen. That we would probably see the Browns add someone, whether it was Cam Akers, whether it was Kareem Hunt. But I don't really care. Jerome Ford is the RB1, and the Browns have committed to that. They have talked about how Jerome Ford will still be the RB1. Kareem Hunt is insurance. He's depth. He's a backup. He is going to be Kareem Hunt to the Nick Chubb of Jerome Ford. And of course, Jerome Ford is not Nick Chubb, but he's probably going to be treated as, what, 80%, 90% of what Nick Chubb was treated as? And we saw Jerome Ford get 15 carries in week one. We're not going to see Kareem Hunt take 15 carries in a game from Jerome Ford. Ford is a bell cow. Get used to it. Kareem Hunt is not fantasy viable right now. He is just part of the team. Better and more valuable in real life than fantasy football. Pure handcuff. Jerome Ford, RB1. Should I trade Swift for... JT straight up. Ooh, yeah, I'd probably rather have Jonathan Taylor. As long as you're set at running back and you can wait out these next two games. Actually, no, no, I'm not taking the risk. I'm not taking the risk that Jonathan Taylor doesn't come back after the fourth game. Not taking that risk. Trade Ford for Ridley if you need wide receiver in PPR. Yeah, yeah, if you need... Uh, what are your what's your running back situation? I would probably yeah I would do this 
but I need to make sure you're not because I'm playing forward over so many guys at this point. But it's a good trade. 12 team PPR, two RBs. Uh, Pollard locked in his RB1. Swift, Gibbs, White. Uh, th- thank you. This is much more helpful. Now, I, <laughs> I struggle with the Wednesday game looking at what the matchups is, and I apologize for not pulling that up earlier. But I would take... I would take, I think I would, well, I'm going Puka, I guess. And then two, two RBs. If you need two RBs, I guess we're going Rashad White and Swift. I want to see it from Jameer Gibbs. I don't know what his role is going to be like. Two wide receivers. We're going to go with Puka and Ridley against Houston. And then for the flex, I think we're going to go with Jameer Gibbs because I don't think Amon Ross St. Brown is going to play. If Amon Ross St. Brown ends up playing, then Ridley's your flex. But if not, then Jameer Gibbs is your flex. Jerome Ford, trade value in in wide res- in half PPR. Uh, he's worth a wide receiver one. Calvin Ridley, I'd consider a wide receiver one, at least in terms of value. So that type of player. Is Mac Jones a le- legit QB two in super flex? Yes, he is. Mac Jones is consistent. Mac Jones is reliable. You really like Mac Jones. He has put it together. Turns out you give him a competent play caller and it works. Goddard or Fryermuth both have decent matchups. I'm going to go Goddard over Fryermuth pretty much every time. Um, yeah, I'm just doing that. Don't, I, I just love Goddard. I love Goddard. Do we start Joshua Kelly or Jalen Moore? And we're going to go with Joshua Kelly. Jalen Moore and his role is still... Up in the air. We don't know what it's like yet. Austin Eckler. If Austin Eckler is out. If if Austin Eckler is playing, then we go Jalen Moore. But I, if Austin Eckler is out, go with Joshua Kelly. Pollard locked in at running back. Yep. Oh, okay. So just one running back. Ooh. Then I think you flex Swift and you start Rashad White. I think is what I'm doing. Anyways, moving on to Thursday night football. The Giants have ruled out Saquon Barkley. And as I've talked about on this show in the past, it doesn't matter in terms of a replacement. You're not playing Matt Breida. You are not playing Matt Breida against the San Francisco 49ers. You're probably never playing Matt Breida. You're never playing Eric Gray. You're never playing Jay Sean Corbin, Eric Brightwell, Gary Brightwell. You're not playing those guys. So with Saquon Barkley, he's out and it just sucks. It just sucks. You just got to pivot. Whatever you've got, whoever your backups are, move to them because you ain't getting any production out of this Giants backfield, especially against the 49ers, especially without Ben Bredesen and Andrew Thomas, two of their offensive linemen. Looking rough, looking absolutely rough. I don't think Leonard Fournette is done. I hope that the New York Giants sign Leonard Fournette. I was advocating for this when we were thinking that Saquon Barkley might hold out, so I'm very disappointed. I have Barkley, Stevenson, Algier, Ford, Moss, Warren. Ooh, say, with Saquon Barkley set to miss time, I think I would hold on to Jerome Ford because you're playing Jerome Ford over Algier. You're playing Jerome Ford over all of these guys. Barkley set to miss multiple weeks. Hold on to Jerome Ford. Hold on to Jerome Ford there. I think Lenny will sign with the team with so many running backs getting hurt. I do. I really do. Still can't believe that he hasn't signed yet. I don't understand it, but I think he will sign. Sit. Addison, Lockett, or Godwin? Let me pull up the schedule. Addison, Lockett, or Godwin? Ooh, tough to sit Godwin. Or sorry, tough to sit Addison against the Los Angeles Chargers. 
Lockett and the Seahawks are playing the Panthers. Ooh, that's a tough sit as well. And Godwin against the Eagles. I think you're, I think you're sitting Godwin. I think you're sitting Godwin and I can't believe I'm recommending sitting Godwin, but Addison against the Chargers. Oh, that's going to be, that's going to be a feast. Anyways, back to the Giants versus the 49ers. No Saquon Barkley. I'm starting Darren Waller, not starting anyone else for this Giants offense, not anyone else, none of the running backs. Don't trust any of their wide receivers, just can't trust any of them. As for the 49ers, not sure how this is going to shake out. Brandon Ayuk is a true game-time decision. He's got the shoulder injury. And so far, Brandon Ayuk, elite 28% target share. Debo Samuel, even eliter. 30% target share, plus he's getting some action in the run game. The big difference is the average depth of target. Brandon Ayuk averaging 14 yards per target, and then he has yards after the catch, which he has been pretty good at as well. Debo Samuel, 7.3 average depth of target. Ayuk is just getting those down-the-field targets. Debo getting the short to intermediate, which is why... George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey. George Kittle, 18% target share, which is fine for tight ends, but this offense hasn't passed a whole lot because they've been up so much, which is a problem. And Christian McCaffrey, 14% target share. When you have the option of, okay, we've got Debo, Christian McCaffrey, and George Kittle running underneath. You're going to throw to Debo Samuel. That's just the logical way to do this. He's a wide receiver with great run after catch. George Kittle, not... I can't believe I'm saying this, but not as good as Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is a better option in the short to intermediate. And so that's hurting George Kittle so far this season. Hurting Chris McCaffrey a little bit as well, but Chris McCaffrey makes it up in the rushing game. Chris McCaffrey also playing 100% of the snaps for the San Francisco 49ers. Not a single snap, zero snaps for Elijah Mitchell last week. I can't believe it. But Chris McCaffrey is just he's even more of a bell cow than we expected him to be wild Kelly Pierce or Edwards in PPR. Ooh, I think I'm starting Kelly. If Eckler is out, who does Damian Pierce play? But I'm still playing. I think I'm playing Kelly. The Texans are up against. Oh, against the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm playing Pierce. If Austin Eckler plays, I don't think Austin Eckler is going to play. I'm going with Joshua Kelly. Not playing Gus Edwards either way. Trade away Amari Cooper and Montgomery for Higgins. PPR, I'm a great great at wide receiver, decent at running back. Yeah, I think I would do that because I don't know how long David Montgomery is going to be out. Probably a two to three week injury. And I think Higgins is... Ah, you're giving up two starters for one, though. Ah... Yeah, I, th I think I'm doing Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull the trigger on that. You're not playing David Montgomery for the next couple of weeks, and we don't know what his role will be like when he comes back. And Higgins, the, the Browns, the Bengals are going to figure it out. The Bengals are going to figure it out. Looking at the injury report, looking at some of these other injuries around the NFL, Amon Ross St. Brown did not practice. He is day-to-day, -day, which is the same tag we have for David Montgomery. So I'm not expecting him on St. Brown to play this week. He's got a toe injury, probably some turf toe, which is very common around the NFL. A lot of toe injuries. Kadarius Tony also dealing with the toe injury. Did not practice today. Kadarius Tony, another injury. 
He's had the knee. He's had the knee. He's had the knee again. Now he's got a toe. I'm sure he's had other injuries with the amount of time that he has missed. But Kadarius Tony, don't know if he's going to play this weekend. We'll see if he practices tomorrow. But this is another new injury for Kadarius Tony. Not an aggravation of the knee, just a brand new injury for Kadarius Tony. So, uh, what are we looking at here? Well, you're not playing Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is out. Um. Oh, this. I this, this is way too much. This is. Wait, I'm, I get, I, sorry, I'm confused at what you're asking. Is this a trade that you're looking at? Oh, so, okay. I, I'm looking at it better, but uh, this, this is a lot of pieces. I think it's worth it to get Bijan in dynasty. It's a lot. Yeah. A lot of moving pieces. Getting Bijan in dynasty. I think is worth it though. Brian Robinson here to stay. Yeah. Brian Robinson is here to stay. Antonio Gibson is done as long as things continue the way they have. Antonio Gibson just completely erased himself from the offense for the Washington commanders. Brian Robinson is just a full blown bell cap. Dyna redraft, not dynasty. Oh, in redraft, then no, I don't think I'm doing that. I don't think I'm doing that. Kyron Williams is a flash in the pan. Saquon's going to come back. I'd rather have Debo and Mike Evans rather than Calvin Ridley. So uh, what else do we have here? Lots of injury news, lots of bad injury news that I guess we will run through real quick. Jalen Waddle did not practice in concussion protocol. Hopefully he returns tomorrow. That is what we need to see. Same with Anthony Richardson who is also dealing with a concussion and also didn't practice today. So we really want to see that limited tomorrow full go on Friday. If he doesn't practice again tomorrow, looking unlikely that Jalen Waddle or Anthony Richardson will play. There's the small chance that they're limited Friday and they're able to clear, but want to see that limited practice tomorrow for all of these guys in concussion protocol. Uh, Jacoby Myers back at practice though. Jacoby Myers clearing concussion protocol. He's going to play. You're probably starting Jacoby Myers based on all of the injuries around the NFL. Hamstring injury for Isaiah Pacheco. This is a new injury. He did not practice today. Aaron Jones also didn't practice today with a hamstring injury. A lot of hamstring injuries as well. It's a weird season for hamstring injuries, toe injuries, lots of Achilles injuries. It's just a tough season. Justice Hill also has a toe injury. He's got turf toe. So many injuries. So many injuries right now. Derrick Henry limited. Austin Eckler did not practice. Miles Sanders limited with a pectoral injury. Henry hurt. Fire up Spears. It still looks like we're going to see Derrick Henry play because he was limited against the Cleveland Browns. Well, you could do worse than Tajay Spears, though. He's going to be the receiving back against the Browns. Still think Derrick Henry plays, though, so it, it depends. It's not just a straight up fire up Tajay Spears with Gibson basically gone. Do you think Chris Rodriguez will get any snaps? No, I think Chris Rodriguez is still the RB three. Gibson is still the clear cut RB two way behind. Yes. Kenyon Drake is heading to the Baltimore Ravens. He is insurance. Cause we don't know if justice Hill is going to play with this turf toe injury that he is dealing with. We'll see. We'll have more information on Friday. We'll know more about some of these players, whether they are in, whether they are out. We'll have more updates then. 
But for now, I think we've gone through most of it. Oh, Jamal Williams is going to be out. He didn't practice today. He's going to need some time. Kendra Miller expected to be full go. They signed Tony Jones to the active roster, but good chance I'm firing up Kendra Miller this week for the New Orleans Saints. What else do we got here? Uh, Chuba Hubbard or Justice Hill on the bench? Um, If Justice Hill plays, I would rather play Justice Hill. Unless Miles Sanders doesn't play, then I'm playing Chuba Hubbard. But you might see Justice Hill sit out this week with the toe injury. Yeah, I think he's probably going to sit. So you're probably playing Chuba. But, ooh, but I am playing Kendra Miller over Chuba Hubbard. I am playing Kendra Miller this week over Chuba Hubbard. Sun God does not play. Should I play Elijah Moore at Tennessee, Dotson at Buffalo, or Brandon Cooks at Arizona if he suits up? Ooh, Jahan Dotson at Buffalo. Slam dunk. Dotson would be my number one. I think Elijah Moore would be my number two against a pass funnel defense. Three would be Brandon Cooks against the Arizona Cardinals, even though I do like him quite a bit. Sounds as though we are going to have seen some bad news about the Chicago Bears over the next couple days. Alan Williams, the defensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears, has been raided by the FBI. There are some rumors that the Bears were raided as well. This turns out to be not the case. Also, Charles Tillman, Peanut Tillman, the former corner for the Chicago Bears, was not involved in the raid, even though he works for the FBI. So there's a lot of rumors out there. Some of them have already been proven to be false. But sounds like this is really bad. Really, really bad news for the Chicago Bears. Something's going on. I'm not going to comment on the rumors right now because we've already seen some of them turn out to be false, but oh, Chicago Bears are in for a wild couple weeks, wild season, potentially. Justin Fields struggled so far this season, but remember, Justin Fields last year, 24.2 fantasy points over his first two games. This year, he has 32.2 fantasy points over his first two games. Eight points more than last year through two games and Justin Fields figured it out pretty good. Now I am still worried about Justin Fields. It has not been a good start for Justin Fields at all, but I think he's better than he's played so far. And I think he's going to figure it out. No stock, not down on Roshan. Roshan Johnson stock is going up and up and up. He's going to be the RB one for the Chicago Bears soon. Justin Fields will be better than he has been. Don't know if he'll ever fully put it together. I don't think he'll ever be the quarterback that I imagined he would be, but he's better than he would be. No, wait, you're trading away Kyron Williams for Keenan Allen. Slam dunk. Yeah, absolutely. Kyron Williams, I don't know how long he continued to be this bell cow. I imagine the Rams will add someone at some point to replace Cam Akers because I don't think they want Ronnie Rivers to be their full RB2. I don't think they want Kyron Williams to be playing 90% of the snaps, getting 80, 90% of the opportunity. So yes, trade away Kyron Williams for Keenan Allen. That is a all-time great sell high. And until then, Friday, see you next time.